Welcome to Customer Service Academy Radio with author and customer experience expert, Tony Johnson. Tony will share his vision for successful customer service, leadership, and business excellence, and speak to some of the most impactful leaders in business today. And now, here's Tony Johnson. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. Customer Service Academy Radio is on the air. I'm Tony Johnson, your customer experience leader. As always, today's episode is brought to us courtesy of IgniteYourService.com training and consulting. And folks, I am still offering free 45-minute phone coaching and consultations to talk about service, talk about sales growth, helping your company thrive in a post-COVID-19 economy. Please go to my website, IgniteYourService.com slash comeback and sign up for your time slot today. I have just a few of these left. Now, as we talk about the great service comeback, we always knew that there were, might potentially be some, some you know back and forth, that there might be some setbacks that we might not necessarily go in a straight line as a part of this reopening. And I was watching Good Morning America earlier in this week. And as, as I'm recording this right now, it is June 18th, 2020. And we've had some setbacks, especially in the Los Angeles area. There were 2,000 restaurants that were evaluated to see how they were doing, you know, post-coronavirus with the reopening, how they were doing with the social distancing and all the rules. And 1,000 of the 2,000 restaurants, that's right, 50% had some form of violation when it came to the social distancing, to the face mask, to how they were setting up their tables, how they were doing sanitizing and disinfecting, how many people were being allowed in at any given time. 50% of those businesses had an issue. And I would bet you if we went across this country and and you know, really dug in deeper, we would probably find similar numbers, you know, again, at every business, uh, you know, as, as, we, as we started to dig in a little bit. So just know that we all have that responsibility and we can't have 50% of businesses not doing what they're supposed to do. And, and that's what some of the data that came out of, out of Los Angeles and out of California showed. So whether you're running a restaurant, a retail venue, whether you run a skating rink or a bowling alley, a pool hall, or a bar, please make sure that you are following the rules. You need to know what your rules are. You need to follow them. You need to make sure your team knows them and that everybody's trained to deliver because this is serious stuff and you're messing around with people's safety and your reputation if you're not doing the right thing here. So please, I, I just would beg you, if you want to win post-coronavirus, if you want to win in the new economy, you've got to make sure that you're taking this stuff incredibly seriously. And and again, I know some of it is way too far. I know some of it may feel like it's way too far. I know some of it may feel like it's silly or not everybody's doing it. But you know what? Why take chances? Whether you think it's right or not, whether you think it's silly or not, if it's something coming out of the CDC or the government or a part of your state's reopening plan, you've got to follow it. Because, you know, I don't know about you, I am not a medical expert. I don't even play one on TV. So I'm really trying to make sure that every business I'm working with right now is following the rules. And, and those rules may be a little different state to state. So please make sure you know what those are. But today I want to talk about service a little bit. And I mean, I want to get granular with service. Because when I think about service, when I think about customer experience, when I think about getting it done for guests and consumers... You know, really, most businesses are never going to be any better than the frontline team's behaviors. You know, the last time you went into a mini mart, you probably pumped your gas, you probably walked in the front door, and probably the one human interaction you had in that mini mart was probably with the frontline associate, the cashier, who rang you up at the cash register when you got your big pack of hubba bubba, you know, chewing gum or, or your soda pop or whatever it was that you got, you probably had that human moment, that moment of interaction. And that was what you most likely, when you walked away, judged them on. Because all things being equal, gas was probably about the same price. 
chewing gum, probably about the same price. The soda pop, as long as it was cold and it wasn't flat, probably about the same price. So probably what you were evaluating that experience on was how nice or how well or how efficient that person behind the counter treated you and rung you up as you were completing your transaction. So when I think about that, you know, there, there are a few things that I think we can use to win the day here. So when we think about how we train our teams, when we think about how we go to market with them, you know, it really does start with empathy. And, and this is, you know, really at a, at a deep level, talking to your teams about do they understand the customers they're serving? Do they understand the guests who are coming in the front door? Do, do they understand the people who are visiting them on the website? And are they doing everything they can to make things easy, but also to serve them in the way they want to be served? And, and that's the dichotomy that we're all seeing out there in the service universe. You know, people are coming in, they're coming out of social isolation. People, some are still skittish, uh, you know, about, about being out, about being around other people. Others just want things to go back to the way they were like right now. So there's a real, there's a real, you know, juxtaposition of, of folks out there and, and the service they're looking for. The only way to really determine how to serve somebody is to use true emotional intelligence and empathy. And that means training your team, you know, to make sure that they are looking at things from their customer's perspective, that they are good with reading body cues, that they can then take those body cues and then and then turn them, you know, into situational service and, and treat people in a way that makes sense based on, you know, that vibe they're giving off. And that is what true personalized service feels like. When you can make sure that someone really does say, you know what, my gosh, this service feels right for me, feels just for me, feels like they're understanding what I need and taking my feelings into account, that just feels good to a customer. The next piece for your frontline associates is to consider, do they feel a sense of ownership? You know, do they feel pride and accountability in what they're doing? Do they feel as though they have a contributing voice within the organization? And, and when people do that, when they feel like they're heard, when they feel like they can have that pride, when they have that sense of ownership, they are more likely to go above and beyond. They are more likely to do a little bit extra. They're more likely to, you know, help a customer when they're having a problem as opposed to ignoring it. You know, because frontline associates all the time in every business, you know, stumble upon guests and customers and consumers who are having an issue, right? You know, someone walks out, you know, at a restaurant, for example, and, you know, maybe maybe it's at your local fast food restaurant and they walk out and they see a customer, you know, kind of popping their cup up against the ice ice maker. And, and if you've ever, you know, gone to a soda machine in a, in a fast food restaurant, you know, you put your cup under there and get your ice and then you get your, your ice cold soda. But, uh, but, but if, if, a, if an employee comes out and sees that customer pushing that, that slide to get ice and no ice comes out, well, that employee has a, has a choice to make at that point, right? Is, is the employee going to go get the ice, going to help out and be it's not even that person's job? But will they jump in and do it or will they just ignore it, pretend they didn't see it, run back behind the counter so they're not asked to do it? You know, these are the things that when, when employees feel personally responsible for service, they're more likely to, to, again, go above and beyond. The next piece is around empowerment. This is, you know, the, the frontline associate saying, I have the power to do what I need to do. And I know if I do the things I need to do, and if I do them the right way, the way I've been taught, the way I've been trained, if I take a little bit of initiative, my manager's going to have my back. They're not going to sell me out. They're not going to say, oh my gosh, what were you doing? That you know, they, they know they have leaders who are going to reward initiative. And the cool part about empowered team members is they're going to take matters into their own hands. If they've been trained and coached and given examples and role played on what to do, kind of taught your decision tree, the next thing you know, they're making great decisions. They're taking care of customers. And guess what? 
as a leader, you didn't have to be involved in any of that after you got them ready to go out and serve. And so, you know, why would you want to be there every moment of every day anyway? There's certainly there's no fun in that. You can never take a day off. There's no way to get a vacation out of that. But when you've got an empowered workforce, boy, they will absolutely move mountains for you. The next part is around understanding. So when I think about about this sense of understanding, you know, it's it's really important that they know the steps of great customer service, that they understand how to deliver that great service, that they know what service recovery feels like, and, and they've been trained to do it. And really on all of these things, but in particularly this, this kind of steps of service piece, great, great training is really the way to go here. Great training is what will absolutely move mountains and will help you make sure your team are ready to go out and really serve in meaningful and impactful ways. So what does that look like in real time? What do, what do the steps of service look like? Well, let's walk through a model that I've been using for years and, and feel free to absolutely take this model. I actually go into much more detail into it in, in my book, Together We Serve. There's a whole chapter on this. So if you really want a deeper dive into, into this steps of service program that I'm about to talk to you about, make sure that you take a moment to visit amazon.com and search Together We Serve Tony Johnson and order up my book. You can get it on ebook, you can get it on audible or audiobook, you can even get a good old fashioned paperback ship right to your house. But please do that because I'm going to go over this sort of in microcosm right now, but there's much more detail available. And the great part about this is if you think about these generalized steps I'm going to share with you, they are ripe for you to take your own nuances, things that matter to your organization and embed them as a part of this sort of scripting. Now here's the powerful part. Here's the tip. If your teams know these steps so well and understand your culture and your brand so well, then they can actually riff on these, make them their own, and let their personality shine through. But the model I've always used is guest. So G-U-E-S-T. The first is to greet. So making sure that every customer or guest in your business or on your website or in your call center gets that prompt and friendly greeting with a smile. The, the U stands for understand. This is understanding the guest's needs, kind of using that situational service, determining what a guest is going to need, keeping, you know, keeping in mind that everybody's a little bit different. And, and, and that is a great way to go to market with a sense of, of empathy and kindness and, and individuality. The E stands for elevate. So again, we talked about personalizing, right? Elevating service with personalized suggestions. So this is good old fashioned suggestive selling. You know, would you like fries with that? Or the add-on or the upsell or just anticipating what a customer might need and suggesting that. And, and some of the things you suggest may or may not be about adding, you know, money to the ticket average or, or adding money to the sale. It may just be anticipating something that, you know, a question that somebody might have and answering it uh, before they even have a chance to ask it. The S stands for seek out. Seek out guests who need assistance. So please, you know, your teams, have them keep that eye out for folks who need help, for folks who may be lost, for folks who may have that question and not asked. You know, I was at a home improvement store the other day and I was actually looking for a cover for an electrical outlet. And I had no idea where this thing might be. You know, it's one of those things you buy once in a lifetime. You know, but we were doing some painting, needed to replace it. And as I was walking around the home improvement store, finally I'm like, you know what, and I had to go ask. And, and it was really nice because as soon as someone saw me, you know, with that look on my face that I had that question. You know, I had somebody actually coming right up to me. I, I didn't have to look very long because it seemed like they had that sixth sense, that that kind of outlook for people who were lost or who, or who needed help. And so that was a really nice piece of service. And then the T, that stands for thank. So always make sure that you're thanking your guests, that you're thanking customers, inviting them to return, inviting them to come back again, inviting them to buy next time they need something. 
all of these things are great ways to really kind of sow the seeds of a repeat visit. So keep that in mind, this, this greeting, understanding, elevating, seeking out, and thanking. That guest model will serve you well. Next time around, I'll actually cover some pieces on service recovery. I have a great model to make sure that your teams know what to do just in case something goes sideways, but we will save that for another episode because when I think about you know where we are right now, you know, it is ultimately very important that we are training, that we are empowering, that we are making sure we are validating, and then that we're rewarding and celebrating all of these pieces and parts that we're talking about. Because as the economy continues to chug along, as it starts to pick up steam, I want to make sure you're ready to win. So please make sure uh, that you take the time to go out and do your homework this week. And and, I, and as you know, on the weeks that, that I alternate between, you know, just sharing some information and having those great guests, like I had Angie Panuti on last week, and I've got Chase Toussaint on the docket for next next week. But, but this week, again, was, was us sharing some information. I always like to give you a little bit of homework, a little bit of something to try or to go out and do. This week, I want you to go out and talk to your teams. I want you to go out and talk to them at their stations. I want you to go out and, and meet with them at their desks. And I want you to see what they need. I want you to kind of gauge where they are with, with empathy, with that ownership, with understanding. Are there tools that they need or things that are frankly ticking them off or ideas they have for improvement? That is your big homework assignment for this week, to go out there and have those conversations, to document them, to, to put a list together, and then take action upon them. Because you will find that if you hear them, if you take their ideas and then take action on them, they're going to bring you more ideas. They're going to bring you more terrific ideas, and it's going to build a sense of of engagement that will again lead back. And this is sort of that this self-sustaining circle. It's going to lead to even more ownership, empathy, empowerment, enthusiasm, imagination in what they do every single day. And the, that the true beneficiaries of that are going to be the customers that you serve and the business and the growth and the sales that you're looking for in your business. So these are all fantastic ways to make sure that you are refueling and revitalizing your teams to serve, especially as, again, we are trying to, to get that rocket fuel into the economy. So folks, that is our show for this week. I, I thank you so much for listening because remember, we're in the middle of the great service comeback and I want everybody to win. So make sure you visit my website at igniteyourservice.com comeback. Get that free consultation, order my book, check out all the free tools, the blog, the videos that are all on the website. You can even go to my YouTube channel, customer service trainer and speaker, Tony Johnson, get even more information there. But until next time, please make sure that you keep your customers the center of everything you do. Thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you next week. This has been Customer Service Academy Radio with Tony Johnson. Tony is available to speak at your event, meeting or workshop. Have a powerful customer focused day.